0: A very warm welcome to The Early Retirement Show, the show dedicated to helping you navigate the nuances of an early retirement, a non-traditional retirement. Now let's get right into the episode so we can learn how to retire early. Welcome back to the Early Retirement Podcast. I hope you have been enjoying it and that it is not only educational, but of course, fun. Because if it's not fun to talk about retirement planning and dreaming and what we want our life to look like, then we are missing the whole point here. So I hope you've been enjoying the podcast so far. I love getting to record it and getting to hear your feedback. Um, All of you who have been submitting questions on my website, earlyretirementpodcast.com slash submit your question, it is so fun to see those responses, so please do continue to do so. Um, I'm going to start today's episode with a little bit of a controversial topic, which I don't think it should be, but it just happens to be, which is that all financial advisors— often think that a financial advisor can be helpful, and I'm not disagreeing with that. A financial advisor can certainly be helpful, but I do not believe that everyone needs a financial advisor, and yes, I'm going to say that again. I do not believe that every person needs a financial advisor. I think it can often make sense. I think it can often add value, but the first thing that I look at when you think about, hey, does it make sense or does it not make sense or what about my individual situation is don't pay for anything including a financial advisor, if the fee that's being charged isn't greatly being outweighed by the value you are receiving. So let's hop into today's episode, and right before we do, a reminder that if you haven't left a review on iTunes, please go ahead and do so. It helps more people find the show and helps more people retire early. I'm going to highlight a recent review. I will do this when a fun review comes in, and this was a fun one. This was from Paul George 426 who says, Quality Retirement Podcast. Ari is the best leader. I'm five years out from retirement, and it is beyond stressful, but due to Ari's method, I'm ready to retire. I'm pleased to hear that, Paul George 426. Believe me, this is the best way to retire, and everyone should follow. I appreciate you saying that. Paul George, 426. And what I do, like my goal as I see it, is not to tell you what to do or what not to do, but to tell you what are the different trade offs. What can you start thinking about when it comes to early retirement? Because there are some nuances. There are some things that you're going to have to think about. And it's not a stressful thing. To me, it's an exciting thing because the power of financial planning is controlling your life. It's not about just investments and taxes. Of course, those are important. We want to save on taxes, we want to grow our money. But it's also so about how do we maximize our return on our life it's simply the money that we use to do that so on today's podcast i'm going to walk you through the four reasons to hire a financial planner And if you do not resonate with any of these reasons, then don't hire a financial advisor. Don't pay a fee if you don't think you're getting value for that fee. And so if any one of these four resonates with you, okay, it might make sense to hire a planner. They might be able to add value. But once again, not everyone needs a financial advisor. It just depends on what we call the four Cs, which I'm going to work through in today's podcast episode for you. Once again, if you have not already, check us out on YouTube in the podcast description You'll be able to see that link and you can see all of this and more on YouTube. So, before hopping into exactly the four C's, let's talk about when you should not hire a financial planner. That's right, when not to hire a financial advisor. Well, number one, you don't just hire a financial planner because they are a fiduciary. Sometimes you'll hear that term of, hey, does your advisor, you know, do they hold a fiduciary? Do they act in a fiduciary standard? And even the phrasing of it can get a little odd, but some people will hear from a neighbor that, yeah, their advisor is a fiduciary, and they'll go, great. Well, Don't stop there. A fiduciary is almost the basis of a conversation, as I see it. A fiduciary means they legally must put The best interest of their client ahead of their own. You'd expect everyone to work that way, but they do not in this industry. And so it's a good starting place if someone is a fiduciary. If someone's not, it doesn't mean that they're a terrible advisor. And also, if someone is a fiduciary, it doesn't mean go out and hire them. That's the basis for a conversation as I see it. The next thing when it comes to when you should not hire a financial advisor Don't hire a financial advisor just because they've been doing it a long time. If they've been in the business for a long time, it can certainly add value, especially because they have perspective, and that's so valuable. But sometimes I've seen people who end up either working with our firm or other firms where they will say, hey, I was working with this advisor, and they just weren't staying current when it comes to financial planning. And there's current in the sense that, hey, financial planning techniques and ways to moderate retirement planning and save on taxes, that's one thing, but then there's also the current in the sense of, hey, how often am I meeting with you? Because traditionally, financial advisors were meeting with you once a year saying, Jack, Jill, let's update your financial plan. Well, financial planning is different now. Now, not at all firms, but for context, at our firm, at Root, we're not meeting with clients just twice per year. That's the minimum that we are proactively reaching out to clients, but you can reach out unlimited there's not a limit on how many times people can meet with us because life changes and our phrase is we don't do financial plan we do financial planning because life changes and tax law changes and legislation changes and if we were limited to a certain number of of meetings well then we might not be able to tackle everything in fact we probably couldn't So I'm going to go through the four C's now. If any of these resonate with you, meaning if you hear any of these and you go, hey, that might make more sense for me in terms of how I could help my financial life, reach out to a financial advisor. And you'll know by the end of this podcast episode, if it makes sense for you, you can reach out to so many great advisors. There's local advisors. There's great networks. You can reach out to me directly in the podcast description. You'll see a link to look at what it means to even work with me. What does financial planning look like? So Let's hop right in and the first one is competence, meaning how competent is your advisor? You want to know if your advisor is competent in the sense that do they work with people like you for example if you are in your 30s and you're wondering how do i build a plan to retire well an advisor might not specialize in that there might be a different advisor for someone who says you know what i'm a few years out from retirement and i want to understand how to navigate that transition well those are two different advisors and if an advisor tells you i work with everybody well then they probably don't specialize so ultimately find out is there an advisor that works with people just like you so of course you want to make sure that they are competent in terms of do they understand the markets do they know how tax law works do they have a good sense of what builds a good retirement plan And do they have good implementation techniques? It's one thing to be an idea guy. Um, I have a friend who actually has so many amazing ideas, but he just doesn't implement them. So the implementation, that execution factor of building any business is crucial. So make sure that your advisor, number one, is competent. And how do you make sure that they're competent? Well, you want to know if they're passionate. Are they a lifelong learner? Do they love financial markets? Because if not, well, then they might not always stay up to date with them. If they're just doing it almost as a job as opposed to a career, well, it's going to be a little different. What we like to look through is if you are a client of ours, we want you to be a client for life. Now, no one's ever signing a long-term contract, locking them into that, but the goal is partnership in the terms of We wanna be your partner as we transition you into your next stage of life, which for us is retirement. So when you're thinking about does a financial advisor add value, number one is are they competent? Meaning are they doing the research to understand if the markets are changing, should we adjust our strategy? Are they coming to you and saying, hey, here is my deep tax knowledge because of this, you don't just have to speak with a CPA, you can speak with myself and I will assist you. And with that, you wanna know, Is this something you want to research? Because if you'd love doing your deep dive on the financial markets and managing your money, okay, well, if this 1C, now I'm going to hit you with three others pretty soon, but if this 1C, if you're going, hey, I feel pretty competent with this stuff, well, then don't hire an advisor quite yet. If any of the next three resonate, then it might make sense to hire one. But if you're going, you know what, I do love doing this, and you love tax law and legislation and staying up to date with all that, then great. So that's number one, competency. Number two, and this is a big one in my opinion, convenience. Do you have your own time to be a financial planner? Meaning most people, their greatest return and joy out of life is having their free time. So if you are going to work all day and then going home having to study when tax brackets are going to sunset, well, that's a little different than hanging with grandchildren. It's a little different than traveling. If you're saying, you know what, I'm looking forward to retirement, but I don't have to not just deal with. I don't want to have to have any involvement with creating that income. Okay, should we sell this position? Okay, got it, how does that impact my tax return? Okay, got it, does that impact social security? Okay, so all of these pieces connect. The question to ask yourself is, do you wanna do it? Because transparently, some people will hire us just because, not because they couldn't figure it out, but one, they wanna hire an expert, Two, they don't want to have to do it. So from a convenience perspective is do you enjoy doing it? If not, that's a reason alone to hire a planner so you don't have to do it. For example, many people can do their taxes, but they say, you know what? I'd rather have a tax preparer just do that because I don't want to have to do it. I don't want to mess it up and More importantly, I want to make sure that someone who's looking at it is doing everything they can to save me on taxes. So that's an example of that. But convenience is a big factor and a large reason that people hire us is because they have busy lives. They want to make sure that they can continue to do what's most important to them. And oftentimes they want their money managed professionally, but they don't have the time to do it. The third reason to hire a financial planner is coaching, meaning if you just want to search how can I contribute to a Roth IRA, Google is going to tell you that answer, and it will tell you, for example, this year, if you are under age 50, you can put $6,000 in, and if you are over age 50, you can put 7000 so you might look at that and go, great, well, What if you make too much money? You can't do a Roth IRA. Now you might get penalized. Well, that's just one example of having a coach and I don't really like the word coach. I like the word partner because that's what we're doing is we are partnering alongside you as well as a good financial advisor should do to understand what's most important to you and how can we let your money reflect that. Meaning, if you're thinking about contributing to a Roth IRA, how is that going to impact how you want to save for a home? If you're saying, you know what, a home is really important to me, how much should we be contributing to our different goals? And there's never a right or wrong answer. There's a what makes most sense for your situation. And too often, I find people are searching for the answer. A common question is, Ari, when should I collect Social Security? Well, if the, in my opinion, and this is just mine, is... When should you collect Social Security should always be followed up by another question. Because if I answer it, you should collect at age 70. Well, that's assuming I know exactly when you're going to pass away, and I don't, and I never will. Now, we're going to want to choose one time to collect, obviously, but we want to be very intentional with that, so let's understand all of the factors around it. So when it comes to coaching, what you are really purchasing in the sense of having an advisor is someone to coach you through what's most important to you. Financial planning is about owning your own life, and having a coach to assist you with your money goals can be great with that. Picasso once said, learn the rules like a pro so you can break them like an artist. And we take that to heart. When it comes to financial planning, there's the art of planning and then there's the science of planning. And you want to bring it all together because what builds a financial strategy? Well, it's a partnership and it's teamwork and it's understanding that there's emotions involved. And when markets are doing things that are going, hey, this is not fun. I don't like seeing my money go up and down. Well, having an advisor can be so helpful from a coaching perspective to understand if you should shift your strategy, because that could be a massive, massive decision, or if you should stick the course. And if you shouldn't stick the course, what do you shift to? So, having a coach that you can reach out to at any time, well, that's crucial and oftentimes very beneficial and a big reason alone to hire a planner. The last thing on coaching before I go into number four is are they honest? meaning the advisor that you work with, do you trust them? Of course you want to make sure you trust them, but honest comes in the sense of objective feedback as well. For example, if I didn't ask my clients, hey, is there any specific health concerns I should be aware of? If I did not ask them that, well, all of a sudden I'm not doing planning correctly because being honest is being transparent. If you are not saving a certain amount and you go, you know what, I want to plan re on my life expectancy of being 110 just for a, a overly unrealistic example. Well, why am I doing that? Because instead of using life expectancy of 90, if we're using 110, well, we need to make sure there's 20 more years of income. So I need to ask you, how much do you want to spend in retirement? It's going to impact that. On the flip side, some people will tell me, yeah, Ari, I actually have these health concerns, and because of that, I don't think it's realistic to plan until age 90. Now, I want to make sure if I do, I'm going to be okay, but the reality is I'm looking at more in my mid-80s. And they'll be very sad when they first say that. And it is sad to think about passing, of course, but I will invite them to think about it differently. And I will say, you know what, if you're planning on that, and no, we never want to plan on it, but if that is the reality, well, can we spend more, travel more, do more, give more while we're here? The last thing I want is for you to not fully enjoy the fruits of your labor. And if I do not ask the, the tough questions, well, we're not going to get to the bulk of what really builds an amazing financial plan, which is your successful life. I want to help you build that. And so to do that, I'm going to have to ask you tough questions. I want to know your health concerns. I want to know what keeps you up at night. I want to know what makes you, you know, what causes you to lose sleep. For some people, it's when the market goes up and down. For other people, they go, "Alright, I don't think about that. What I'm worried about is how this divorce is going to impact my retirement." Great, let's work through that because that's a serious topic that happens more often than you may think. So that's what I want to talk about when it comes to coaching. Now, the last C and the most important, in my opinion, is core values. Meaning, does your advisor hold the core values of what makes an amazing advisor to build a financial plan for you? Well, they should do the following, in my opinion, of course. What they should do is they should understand that money is not the goal. Money is simply a tool to help you accomplish what you care about most. And so if your advisor is telling you that you can save, 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 invest, 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 save on taxes, great. I'm saying that's exactly what you want them to do but you don't want them to do it in a vacuum. Meaning if you're saying, I want to you know, make as much money as I can. also great. Why do you want to make that much money? You go, oh, because I want to be able to retire early. I go, amazing. You want to be able to travel. Great. How do we do that? You want to be able to buy two homes. Okay, great. Well, if we want to do that, well, what you're telling me is it's not money you care about. What you care about is traveling, retiring early, spending time with children, buying another home, Well, money is now the tool. I want you to understand how we can best do that. And oftentimes, I will tell clients, here's why you should stop saving. And they're going to go, Ari, no, 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 you're missing. I don't think you heard me. My goal is to make as much money as possible. And I will tell them, you know, why do you want to do that? And once again, I am simply the guide here. What they end up doing is completely their decision. People are hiring us for our opinions and for our partnership. And so they will say, why should I do that? Why shouldn't I do that? And I will tell them, it's not up to me. My job here is to show you the trade-offs. And when I look at a build, you know, when I build a financial plan, what is a successful life to me is one that you look back on and you go, oh my gosh, I got to do these amazing trips with my family. Oh my gosh, I did retire earlier, allowing me to travel while I had my health and my energy. People don't look back on their lives and go, look how much I saved on taxes. They don't look back and go, I averaged an 8.9% return. They don't look at those things. It's simply those things that help us live our best life, but we don't judge our lives by how much we saved in taxes or how much we grew our portfolio. We judge our lives by what we got to do. What's the impact we had on people? What is our legacy? This could be legitimately a three-hour podcast episode because I find so many amazing things about financial planning so interesting because we're building a successful life. You are in control of your life when you have a plan. So when people reach out and go, I don't know where I'm at in terms of my goals, I'll go, how could you? You don't have a strategy in place. So this is what we help people do. If you want help creating a custom strategy, in the description, you will see a landing page where you can view that and see if you think you're a good fit for us. You can then apply to work with us and we'll reach out if we think we can add value to you. So that is it for today's episode. Once again, always feel free to submit your question on my website, early earlyretirementpodcast.com and I'll see y'all next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Early Retirement Show. If you have a question that you want answered in a future episode, you can always go to my website, tax, or legal advice, consult with your tax preparer or financial advisor before taking any action. This podcast is for informational purposes only.